All right, welcome back to the show, everybody. Big show today, going over some AFC West fantasy preview. Very exciting stuff. A lot of big names, a lot of fantasy players that are definitely going to be contributing to your team in this division. And let's get right into it, man. News and notes from around the league. All right, news and notes from around the league. Trey Lance not getting any reps on the first team in the 49ers camp, even though reports have stated that Trey Lance uh, currently looks better than Jimmy G. I expect Trey Lance to eventually start games later on in the year, but I think they're going to give Jimmy G his shot to hold the job down and let Trey Lance continue to learn under him, at least for the start of the season, because that team is loaded. Kirk Cousins placed on the COVID-19 list. Tough to see it. Hopefully he'll be back with no COVID side effects. Personally, I had COVID, and my lungs and taste and smell are still pretty messed up from it. So uh, COVID is no joke, man. Get vaccinated. Marquise Brown is week to week with a hamstring injury. Reports out of camper that Sammy Watkins looks really good. This is about the 19th year in a row that we've heard that. But if Sammy Watkins can stay healthy when he is healthy, he's a good player. And Devontae Smith will miss two to three weeks with an MCL injury. And that is unfortunate because the Eagles outside of Devontae Smith do not really have any skill position weapons. Maybe Zach Ertz, Miles Sanders, but that's about it. Receiving core there is pretty scarce. And the Broncos have no separation in their quarterback competition between Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater. No surprise there. Teddy Bridgewater plays more like Alex Smith, very conservative with the ball. Drew Locke, for fantasy purposes, is better because he's a gunslinger. He'll throw picks, but it will also throw some touchdowns. I think if you are going to have any Broncos skills players on your team, you'd rather Drew Locke because you know that he's going to push the ball downfield more. Not successfully because he's not good, but uh, he'll push it downfield more than Bridgewater will. He's willing to take more risks. Speaking of the Broncos, let's get right into our AFC West Divisional Preview. Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Locke, both quarterbacks that I'm not targeting in either uh, in this year's draft, rather. Teddy Bridgewater, 16.8 fantasy points per game. Drew Locke last year, 15.1. You can do better than that, man. Unless you're in a two-quarterback league, I'm not targeting these guys at all. The running back room is pretty crowded. Uh, Melvin Gordon finished as the RB14 last year. If you had him, you know that it was a bumpy ride. He was a very consistent, solid RB2, but nothing more. Definitely broke out some games, especially later on in the year if you were willing to start him. But I remember towards the back half of the season, there were weeks where he was giving you 25 points. And then the next week, he would drop like a five-burger on you. And for fantasy, we just can't have that now that Javante Williams is in the picture. Javante Williams, ADP 65. Melvin Gordon, ADP 78. If you're convicted on Javante Williams, I don't hate that ADP. I'm not, personally. If I can stay away from this backfield, I'm going to try to because I think that it's going to be a nightmare for fantasy owners to try and decipher between the two all year long. For receivers, Cortland Sutton reports out of camp is that he's still not 100% back from that ACL injury. His ADP is currently 73. We know how good he is when he's healthy. And then Jerry Judy, current ADP 87, averaged 10 points per game last year. And my goodness, outside of drops, great player. One of my favorite prospects wide receiver-wise coming out in a long time, but he dropped some passes last year that cannot be dropped at the NFL level. If he cleans that up, he will for sure be a good player, but we just have to see it first. And then Noah Fant, tight end, current ADP 79. 
I like that value a lot. Fant, when he's healthy, is one of the best tight ends in the game. He's not in that elite tier, but he is certainly a few spots below it. I think Noah Fant is a really good target for drafts or for uh, a late round tight end this year in drafts. All right, moving on to the John Gruden led Las Vegas Raiders, the worst coach in football. The Raiders absolutely disembodied their offensive line this offseason. That's what they focused on, even though the O-line was one of the better parts of their team. I don't know what they're doing. I don't think that the Raiders know what they're doing. I don't expect them to be very good as a team this year, but that does not matter because we're talking fantasy football. Derek Carr, one of the late-round quarterbacks that I don't mind in a one-quarterback league, two-quarterback leagues, obviously you're drafting him. The upside is not great especially since the skills players around him are not great. So not someone that I'm actively targeting. Average 17 and a half fantasy points per game last year. I don't expect that to really rise. I don't expect Derek Carr to have a great season, and I don't expect the Raiders to be very good. So I'm kind of avoiding all outside of Josh Jacobs. 15.4 points per game. Current ADP 37. Late fourth round. I love that. I think Jacobs is a really good player. He is so talented, but they do not give him the ball enough. I'm curious to see how they do this year and what they do this year. He finished as the RB8 last year, and anyone who owned him, like Melvin Gordon, it was a bumpy ride, but he did get you there. He is one of the guys that is in that running back tier that I still feel comfortable with as my RB2. If you feel so inclined, even in RB3, if you want to load up on running backs early this year. And the other running back in that room is Kenyon Drake. His current ADP is 106, late 11th round. I think that that's a good flyer to take. The Raiders play games. And, you know, for all these years, we've been hearing about how Kenyon Drake can be a feature back. I don't believe it. I don't buy it. He doesn't have that skill set, but... He's a very good change of pace player, and if John Gruden is going to do John Gruden things, which we know that he is, then I feel that Kenyon Drake, you can do worse in the 11th round. The receiving court, Henry Ruggs, John Brown, and Zay Jones. I'm staying away completely from all of those except for maybe John Brown. He's always hurt, but when he's healthy, he is good. Not great, but good. Henry Ruggs. Not a fan. Not a fan. Um, disappointed last year in his rookie season. And Zay Jones has had years to wow us all, and we are not wowed. To quote the fantasy football counselor, I'm staying away from the Raiders wide receivers. But the tight end, that is the star of the show. Finished as the tight end two last year, Mr. Darren Waller. 17.4 points per game. The next closest tight end, the tight end three, in terms of average fantasy points per game, was Mark Andrews, 12.2. So he averaged 5.2 more fantasy points per game than the third-ranked tight end last year. That just shows you how good Darren Waller is. The offense runs through him. There are very few tight ends in the NFL where the offense runs through the tight end. There's two or three, and Darren Waller is one of them. Current ADP, 22. I love it. If you are looking for an elite tight end but don't want to pay the first-round pick for Travis Kelsey... I would take Darren Waller early in the third all day long. The Los Angeles Chargers are up next. Justin Herbert had one of the greatest rookie quarterback seasons we've ever seen. Now, I'm a Dolphins fan. It pains me 
that they didn't take Herbert when they had the chance. As much as I love Tua, I think Herbert should have been the pick. I was slamming the table for Tua. I love Tua. Still do. think he's going to have a great year, but um, if Justin Herbert showed us what he did last year, then it looks like he should have been the pick, but I digress. We'll see this upcoming season. Year two is always a big year for quarterbacks. Justin Herbert has never been a winner. Tua has. And um, it seemed that the Chargers were not very good last year. That's not to say that Herbert wasn't a factor. Um, And them not being very good, he was. He was really good. But I do remember watching the New England Patriots and Bill Belichick absolutely obliterate Justin Herbert when they played them 45-0. to And then I remember next game, the Patriots went down to South Florida and Tua absolutely sliced and diced. Not that we're going to get into the Tua versus Herbert debate, but um, I think that the last two games that the national media saw Tua is the reason that everyone thinks that he's not amazing. But I digress. Year two, a lot of football to be played this year. Last year is last year, and it's over with. Anyways, Justin Herbert is a really good option at quarterback. 22.9 points per game last season. Had a stellar rookie year. All his weapons are back and healthy. Current ADP is 57. Late sixth round. If you are a guy or gal who wants to get an elite upside quarterback but doesn't want to pay up, in the third or fourth round, I think Justin Herbert is a great option. Going to be handing the ball off to Austin Eckler. ADP of 12. 12 right now. I am not paying that. My goodness. The injury history and the fragile frame is just too much for me to want to pay for Austin Eckler. 16.5 points per game. When he's healthy, he's a beast. He's an RB1, but... I just can't pay that ADP with the injury history, man. And then Justin Jackson flashed a little bit, but he's obviously a handcuff. Keenan Allen, the best route runner in the game. 17.5 points per game last year. Current ADP, 27. I think that he's one of the biggest values right now in the draft. When Keenan is healthy, he is a locked and loaded wide receiver one. And then Mike Williams, 10.3 points per game last year. And you know it's training camp season when the reports are coming out about how great Mike Williams looks. He's kind of like Devontae Parker, but on the Chargers. <laughs> you know, everyone always talks about how elite he is, how great he is, but I need to see it more consistently than we do. I just do. And um, I don't mind him as a late-round flyer because you're not going to have to pay up to get him, but not someone that I'm targeting. I know that there's a plenty of guys that are – or plenty of analysts, rather, that absolutely love Mike Williams. I am not one of them. And then Jared Cook, uh, throw a dart, (laughs) throw a dart, maybe a sleeper, but not someone that I'm targeting. And then the Kansas City Chiefs, led by none other than the greatest quarterback in the game currently, Patrick Mahomes, 25.4 fantasy points per game, current ADP 19th overall. Fine, fine. He, He might be worth that ADP. Because when he's right and Andy Reid and that offense is clicking, he can drop 40 points, no question. No question. And that's in regular scoring, let alone six-point passing touchdowns or you know any crazy bonus leagues that you might be in. I think Mahomes is worth that ADP. I won't be paying for that. I, in one quarterback leagues, do not ever pay up for quarterback. But I think that you can definitely talk yourself into 
that ADP. Clyde Edwards, Alaire, the guy that everyone was taking in the first round last year for some weird reason. It was rough. He was just the most solid RB2 ever. You know, never really gave you like a 30-point game. Really consistent, but nothing crazy. 13.5 points per game last year. Current ADP is 25. I think you can do better. I would rather have a Swift or a Dobbins or a Najee Harris, even though he's shooting up draft boards, than I would a Clyde Edwards-Elair. But Tyreek Hill, that's someone that I absolutely love. Current ADP of 10, finished as a wide receiver two last year, 21.9 points per game. Obviously had that absolutely massive blow-up game in the regular season against Tampa Bay last year where he had 60 points or something crazy like that. And it was like all in the first half. One of the best talents in the game. He is so much fun to own, so much fun to watch. And if you're not going to go running back early and you have that 10-11 turn or you're at you know, the 12-13 turn, if you're playing a, a 10 or a 12-team league, I think that Tyreek Hill is definitely a guy that I would target. And then Miko Hardman could be a sleeper. We always hear about how great Miko Hardman looks. I just don't think that he's ever really rounded into a professional-level receiver. He's really fast. He's a good punt returner. But he's had three or four years now of potential injuries to Sammy Watkins when he was there, um, Demarcus Robinson when he went down a while back. And I think that we just haven't seen it. And so if we haven't seen it by the third or the fourth year, I don't know if we'll ever see it. I don't hate him as a late-round flyer, but nothing more than that. And then Travis Kelsey, current ADP of 8. Wow, we have not seen a tight end go in the first round in a while. In a while. (laughs) He might be the one player that is worth a first-round selection, maybe at the back half of the first, but I'm not taking him over guys like Kamara, Henry, uh, Zeke. Cook, McCaffrey, don't do that. But if you are at the back half of the first round and you're staring at guys like Joe Mixon, Aaron Jones, Austin Eckler, I think that you can talk yourself into Travis Kelsey as a first-round pick, a late first-round pick. 20.9 points per game last year, 3.5 points better than Waller, than the second-best tight end. He was 3.5 points better on a points-per-game basis than the second tight end. I mean, those two guys are unbelievable. I'm very excited to see Kittle return. And I'm curious as to... If there will be another tight end that joins that company, you know, I, I know a lot of guys are high on Kyle Pitts, Mark Andrews for a little bit, a couple years back was definitely in that company, but we'll see if there's any tight ends that join that elite tier. And that's all she wrote folks. All right. That is going to wrap it up pretty quick show today. AFC West preview, a couple more previews to come. NFC East, AFC North going to have some special guests on in those episodes. Very excited. A lot of new things coming for the show. Uh, Social media, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok soon. Website eventually too. A lot of exciting things. Thank you guys so much for listening. And keep killing it. Keep studying. Drafts are almost here and so is football season, baby. See you guys later.